Welcome back to the Events for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we choose to cultivate deep relationships with our event attendees, clients, community, and yes, even ourselves. Because we know that truly impacting the world starts with relationships, not the balance of our bank accounts. I'm your host, Jen Murray, retreat planner and owner of Relate Escape. And I believe that events, like our lives and businesses, should be successful, fun, creative, and full of chocolate. Let's dig into today's episode. Welcome, lady friend. This is the last, the fifth, the final episode of the Rebel series. And the last episode I am batch recording in two days. This introvert is so going to be tired this evening, but it was so, so worth it to get this content out there to the world. I'm excited. I'm excited to dive into this last episode. And we're going to swing things a little bit to talk about cultivating relationships. And this is going to be perhaps not as rebellious as the other episodes leaving in a bit of a softer note, but we are going to look at some creative ideas. So if you're listening to this when it is released, we are still in the pandemic. And per the article I read somewhere on my phone this morning, we might not have a vaccine until mid to late next year in 2021. So it is anyone's guess at this point when we will be able to get back to quote unquote normal including meeting in person and doing events, which is heartbreaking, but that's the reality that we are in. But in the meantime, I know that everybody is clamoring for relationship and trying to figure out with its limitations, how do you do this when you're stuck with just online as an option? So today's episode is going to go over some ideas on how we can cultivate relationships, deep, meaningful relationships while still being subject to online only as a world. So without further ado, let's dive in and see what wonderful things can come from this seed of inspiration today. I can't wait to share these with you. So I have, as always, several bullet points to go over. And the first one I think is pretty key, uh, just as a foundation. So when we think of cultivating relationship, what I wanna put out there is the first foundational step is it's about serving. So as an example to this, I've, I know I've mentioned her several times, but that's because I love her. She's realistic and down to earth. Pia Silva, if you're not familiar with her, look her up. She's amazing. So she lives with her uh, family in New York City. So when the lockdown started, which we all know New York, uh, you know, like I was living in Pittsburgh and now Ohio. So New York, especially when things first started, was it was pretty rough, rough right? They had it's one of the hot spots. And she sent out an email on her email list and it was talking about this very concept and saying that, you know, it's about serving. It's about being there for your clients and going the extra mile. So she was talking about this in a business sense 
but this also can also apply to all sorts of relationships as well. Clients, uh, people that you've met online that you just want to get to know better. But she was saying it in specifically in regards to clients because to her point, with all the massive unemployment and the economic hit, to use her words, you just became a line item, right? So if you're somebody who was spending, you know, $1,500 a month for a coaching program, all of a sudden, if your life has changed, that there's a whole different perspective on that expense, right? So she was saying since she's stuck at home anyway, she was doing extra calls for her. Um, she had a program going on at that time. I forget the name. Just seeing how could she help, right? What are your needs, guys? Tell me where you're at. Give me specifics. Let me, you know, see what I can do to help. So she she did it for, I'm sure, business reasons and, you know, still bringing in income reasons. But one of the reasons I like her is because she also, I know she did that for, you know, the reason she was talking about in that email. She just wanted to serve people. She wanted to be of service. So it was very interesting to see how she responded to that crisis and what other people did. But I, you know, beyond that, it's such a good example of real relationship really starts about serving. So even though we are separated by, you know, distance, uh, you know, there's, there's crazy things going on right now and we can still, we can still use this time to create those deep relationships not because we just, you know, feel like it or we're trying to manipulate people. But if we want to form those bonds, be it with clients or anybody else, it starts with serving them, especially in this time, because people's lives right now are being dramatically affected, some more than others, but everybody's being affected in some way. And so one way to have those deep relationships with people that you're yearning for just in general, right? It's not even just about clients at this point. It's to, to ask yourself, how can I serve them right now? I'm not asking you to stretch your resources, your energy, your time, your talents, but just ask yourself how you can serve. How can you make a difference right now? What what need can you help fill, right? And because when, it's, when we help each other, we come together, that forms a really strong connection, even if you're not in person, right? Like you're, we're just, we're coming together as a community. And the other thing that I want to throw out there is to think quality, not quantity. So I'm a big believer in that idea and that concept because it just serves well for so many scenarios and situations and life in general. So for example, think about you know, who, who's your favorite group of clients, right? Those names that you, those, those people that you just have connected with online, you know, intermittently as you've done business the last few years, make a point of getting to know them more right now. And it may seem that that would not, would be harder <laughs> because it's not like you can meet them at a retreat or an event, but think about things creatively. So what can you what can you do together outside of just hopping on a Zoom call with a cup of coffee and just kind of chatting for a while? Not that you can't do that, but let's take it one step further because connect, really connecting with somebody is is about that emotional mental 
connection, right? Like you, you're, you realize you share an experience, somebody served you and gave you a helping hand, you, you know, enjoyed a creative activity together. There's more to it than just talking, right? There's levels to this. So even though right now we are forced to be online only, what can you do together to cultivate a stronger bond? And I would encourage just to think outside the box. So it could be, you know, if you're a mompreneur and you have, you know, other mompreneurs that you know or clients that are mompreneurs, maybe you come together and you help each other meal plan because you're all just trying to like live life right now with the kids and the distance learning and you just decide to come together in that way even though you are a business relationship maybe it's uh you know something like you you know if you don't have kids maybe you know some people that have similar reading interests as you do and so you decide to have like an online book club kind of a thing and you pick something that really resonates with with each other and figure out a way to share and um it's an avenue for more in-depth discussion, right? So there's a difference than hopping on a Zoom call and kind of hoping their organic conversation is deep versus you find a catalyst, uh, something that's going to open that gateway, right? So think about things that you can do that you can connect over, can create shared memories over, uh, something that has an emotional element to it, And maybe it can start with something that you can do to serve people. It doesn't have to be very complicated, but just think outside. Just think outside of the box. The other thing that I want to throw out there is think, and I say this in quotes, old school. So everybody's listening to this. I don't know what your age is, but I don't know about you, but I miss phone calls. Okay, I know that seems weird because you're like, hey, Jen, we live in a time of video calls. Shouldn't you prefer video calls over phone calls? No, no, I do not. I miss phone calls. Why? Why do you ask? Why do I miss phone calls? Am I just weird? It's because, well, it's two things. One, I found that my, just because of the way that I'm wired, again, because my brain gets overstimulated quickly, I actually am able to get more into a conversation if I don't have video because my brain is just focusing on the audio. It's not focusing on picture or whatever's in the background because I also deprocess things. So it's easier for me to connect with somebody if I'm not on video with them. That's that's just me. I'm probably the other 15, 20% of the population wired like me. The other reason is, is because our communication in our modern world has become so short and I don't know if insular is the right word, but it's just choppy, right? Everything's, everything's pulled into chunks. So on social media, we're just intermittently throwing up stuff and then people are coming along and they might comment to it they might react to it, but that's not an in-depth conversation. Um, even things like the Marco Polo app where you can do, you can have like video threads and share it, that doesn't go in depth either. Right. So in order to have, you know, we hop on zoom calls and <laughs> we're so busy as entrepreneurs that if we have a meeting that ends, you know, 15 minutes 
ahead of schedule, we're more than happy to hop off and use that 15 minutes to get something done, right? So I, I just miss the days of having a phone call with somebody where you just talk for 30 minutes to an hour and you get in depth, right? Like I feel like that's I feel like it's such a hard thing to find out because even though we have all these different ways to connect, there's the Netflix app on Chrome, so you know people can watch the same movie or show on Netflix at the same time. But even if you're on Skype or something that allows audio, which is what I've done when I've done it, I find that people just want to hop on, watch the thing, don't really talk, and hop off. It's like, it's so hard (laughs) to have in-depth conversation. And I think this time period is the perfect time to bring that back, right? It doesn't have to be with everybody you know, but pick some people that are your favorite people and stop spending, you know, say instead of me doing all of these stories on Instagram or like Marco Polo, let's get on the phone. Let's get comfy. Let's both just, we're not worrying about what the other person is thinking because my hair is weird and I didn't feel like putting on makeup today and we're all just sitting around in our pajamas. Like I can just focus on what you're saying and what you're going through and vice versa and let's get deep into some conversation. I, I just really want that world to come back personally, especially because I'm wired for deep relationship. Uh, like I just... I want that back. I want that depth back. So think old school. Think snail mail, which I know saying this because this is, I'm recording this before the election and we have things messing with our postal system. Think of small gifts. Um, You know, it could be a card. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate to send to people to just encourage them and because who did like who really does that anymore i know as entrepreneurs it's it's a thing for us to send small gifts to clients but i find that we like most people just they buy something and it's like it's not personalized right like it's not necessarily to the person's cut like their favorite color or their favorite animal or maybe they like drinking a certain kind of tea um may you know maybe they have a certain need right now they could really use like a gift card or um, you know, something, you know, they've been wanting off of Amazon. That's, that's, you know, not like a huge purchase. Um, people like gifts, gifts are such a great way to encourage people. And they're, they're a physical thing. Um, you know, like maybe not in the sense of a gift card, but if you're sending, you know, even a, a, a greeting card that they can tap up, you know, on their desk somewhere or on their fridge, it's uh it has a it's very encouraging first of all for them to receive that because partly because who does that anymore like who sends really personalized gifts <laughs> through the mail not nearly as much as we used to um which is funny because we have it's so much easier to send them now because of of Amazon and FedEx and you like just pick a carrier or a company right um it it just, it's a sense, it's so encouraging when you know that somebody has done something special just for you. And then if it's physical and it's tangible, it's sitting there as a reminder. So it's not just good for them once, like it's a constant sense of encouragement and love and just connection, right? Because now they have this memory attached to you and it's helping to forward that relationship. So think, think phone calls, think snail mail, but think also personalization, 
even if you're sending emails out to certain people, um, I think we're all, because we're entrepreneurs and we're on other people's lists, like we're used to getting the mass emails that, you know, ConvertKit will just, we put the code in so it will put in that person's name. But send something that's like truly personal, right? Something that you obviously sat down, put some thought behind, you know, maybe added some funny graphics or something. Um, just do just do something that speaks to them personally and makes it clear that this wasn't just a, I am doing this in the middle of my day. It wasn't a rote task, right? So find out what their favorite color is, what their favorite animal is. Again, this is a perfect time to investigate and find that information because that's, that's information you can use going forward, you know, even when we get back to doing stuff in person. Imagine when the pandemic ends and let's just say for an example, because it's top of mind that since I'm a retreat planner, pandemic ends and you have an in-person retreat, like you don't even need to do the step where you figure out what everybody likes so you can personalize their gift bag you already know you already know who likes zebras and who likes armadillos and you find that's weird but whatever that's what they like you know who what their favorite color is you know that they like a certain kind of marker like you're just able to you've gotten to know them right so you you deepen that connection and then every time that you offer up a personalization in some way they're gonna feel that they're gonna know that you care for them and you don't take them for granted and you're purposely trying to facilitate that relationship. So that is all I'm going to say about old school. (laughs) And I'm not just saying it because it's my age. Okay. I'm saying it because sometimes the old quote, quote unquote, old ways are the best ways, right? Especially when we're dealing with unprecedented times. Sometimes we have to fall back or look to the past to help us get through the present and into the future, right? And everybody right now can use a little extra encouragement and love and, you know, deepening of of relationship. So think old school. Think about when you were a kid. This just popped into my head. Think about when you were a kid and what brought you the most joy. Kid or teenager, uh, you know, like this just randomly popped in my head. Um, remember how we used to record our own tape, cassette tapes of music and give it to people? I guess you could do a modern version and do a playlist for somebody. I don't know how that would work because I don't use Spotify or, or things like that. But that that also would be pretty cool, right? Even though it's not necessarily physical, unless you still have the technology laying around in your garage to do a cassette tape. I don't know. But just kind of think about the things that as a kid or as a, a young adult brought you a lot of joy. Um, because I feel like we lose a lot of that when we get to adulthood. We're just like, oh, we can just buy whatever we want. We don't need people to really know us and to give us presents. Which is funny because we still get annoyed when we get presents that don't resonate with us. So it's like kind of hysterical. But I think going back to our childhood and figure like what really what really made like made you feel it here to the point that like 20 years later you are still thinking about that and how much it meant to you. And that's probably a good place to start for ideas about what you could do for people that you want to deepen your relationship with. 
All right, so that was old school. Moving on. This is the last one. This is called taking stock. It's what it says on my bullet point on my doc, okay? So one of the last things that I'm going to throw out there, and this isn't so much about how to cultivate relationships specifically, like, like you know, giving the gifts or things like that. I think this is a good time to take stock of what are the who are the who or what however you want to, I don't know what's the proper way to say that what are the relationships that you want to keep and which ones are the ones that maybe have they're no longer serving uh, serving you and I don't mean that in a selfish way they could be in my last episode I talked about how can relationships can be a hindrance to us because you know we're just not on the same place as them you know it's not like they're a family member they're a friend um, or at least not an immediate family member, um, or they, they they just you're in way, you know two way different places, and every time that you you know try to be confident and rise up and scale up in your business, somehow they seem to either cause you know pull you down by their words or actions, or make you feel as if you have to be less than yourself in order to be accepted. Maybe it's that kind of relationship. Uh, maybe it's people that you're finding out that you really can't rely on. I think another tr- and another uh, layer of the pandemic is it's showing us who we can truly depend on and who our friends really are. And I'm not taking, you know, I'm not saying I'm not taking into account the, ex- you know, everybody has extenuating circumstances right now. So they may not be able to be there in the exact way you wish they could, but it's not because of, you know, they're just choosing to be a bad friend or they're, you know, just kind of apathetic. In that instance, they just have their own, you know, weight to carry and and everybody's carrying a lot right now. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those that you're like, you know, I've been, I've been having thoughts about this friendship for the last year and I keep saying no and I keep making excuses for them and, I'm just letting that hang on and in reality it's just taking from you and it's taking up space and it's taking up time and energy right because one of the big themes about this rebel series has been about letting go and again sometimes relationship like we only have so much space in our lives we only have so much time and energy and you know Sometimes that requires us to sort of do an inventory and say, like, where's my, where's my relational energy and time going? And is it, do I need to make any changes? Do I have some clients that I've been putting off kind of letting go? And you know what? I really need to take that stance now and put down my boundaries and if needed, you know, sever the relationship. Maybe I have some friends that... I really, you know, have been trying to cultivate relationship with, but they never meet me halfway. Somehow I'm always carrying the burden of the relationship. It's things are always my fault. I have to plan everything. Like why, like why am I doing that? And I don't mean to sound extremely negative, but I think one of the things that I have learned uh, recently in life is that, and, and this is particularly uh, important for me because I'm wired so I only have a very like I only have a certain allotment of energy uh, compared to most people so I have to be very careful I have to be a good steward of that energy 
But I've learned that there are things that can seem like they're not taking up valuable time, energy, and space, but they are. And because they are, they're keeping me from, and you know, bringing in new relationships, and cultivating, um, you know, ones that are healthy and are 50-50 and are encouraging and you know you have to be aware of what's taking up your you know your your space as a human being so I think taking time to you know look at your clients look at your friends acquaintances or you know not I was gonna say clubs (laughs) I was like we're not doing anything in person right now so I don't know that that would apply um but just, yeah, just taking an audit so that you can make those decisions and let go of anything that could be keeping you from having relationships that are, you know, much better, that are are going to feed into your life instead of take from you, right? And it's not necessarily that the person is consciously doing that. It could just be you're in two different stages of life now you know, you're being called to do this, but they're against it and, or, you know, they're just, you're two different personalities, you drifted apart, there's a whole host of reasons, but it's important to protect your space. So that is the final thought that I'm going to leave you with. And I just, again, I encourage you to think outside the box. And if it helps, feel free to uh, ping me Uh, perhaps we can dive deeper into, I can do an episode on just creative ideas to get people sparking their imagination about ways we can sort of connect more emotionally and mentally and how we can serve each other during this time. Um, So feel free to check the show notes to learn how you can uh, contact me, ping me, let me know your thoughts. And yeah, again, I just want to be here to serve. So hope you are having a wonderful day wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And I can't wait to see you next time when we move on from our Rebel series. Sad to see it go, but more exciting things to come. Hey lady, very briefly before we go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you gleaned a ton of wisdom and comfort, maybe even some confirmation from it. And I want to ask your help in getting this podcast into the hands or phones of more women just like you. So if you could, please just hop over on iTunes and leave a short review and let other women know what you have enjoyed or gotten out of this podcast. I might even read it on the air, you never know, but it's my goal to help as many entrepreneurs as possible and your words, as always, could be powerful in achieving that. Thanks and look forward to seeing you next time.